0: One of life's most fulfilling moments occurs in the split second when the familiar is suddenly transformed into the dazzling aura of the profoundly new. Edward B. Lindemann. This is entitled A Pony for Christmas. Christmas is a time of gift-giving and hopefulness. I love shopping for gifts, thinking about what another person might enjoy all the while trying to cast aside what really appeals to me. That's not as easy as one might think. So when a person is really thrilled with a gift, it's a wonderful thing to behold. The same applies when I receive a gift that delights the hell out of me. I recently spent Christmas with my adopted family in Reno. It's a family of four, mom, dad, oldest girl that almost eight. oh, let me amend that, she's now eight, and brother, almost five. Their home was a testimony to just how much decoration two young kids could use to adorn their house during the holidays. For starter, there was a beautiful tree in the living room. I think it was tall because the ceilings are high there. Then there was a little tree on a table in the dining room that looked hot pink in the daytime and purple at night when the lights were on. Each of the children had a little white tree in their room because... Well, if a sister has one, the brother has to have one, too. There were gingerbread houses on the island counter in the kitchen, clearly made by the children and adorable. Stockings were hung, including one they had ordered for me with my name on it. Well, that almost brought me to tears right there, I have to tell you. It was, all in all, a wonderland to walk into. The kids were busy the entire visit from coloring pictures to playing with trains and letting their imagination create untold scenarios. It was fascinating to see and hear the stories they came up with and to see them play together, each at one end of the train track. I received almost hourly gifts from the youngest, multiple colored pictures from his coloring book, three pipe cleaner bracelets, three bookmarks made from a piece of felt with a big button at the end so I didn't lose my place, and a few rocks he thought I should have. I have to admit, no man has ever showered me with more gifts than this one. One thing that kept the little girl busy was riding out at a barn. She rode just this little pony called Swift and told me it's after Taylor Swift. Her grandmother, who was a dear friend of mine, and her mother were both equestrians, so she comes by a love of riding and being around horses naturally. It's a relatively new love for her, And she's just besotted with being at the barn where she does whatever she feels like and whatever is needed. She can muck stalls, clean tack, it doesn't matter. She just likes to be out there. That pony that she rides loves her too and follows her around, nuzzling her or leaning into conversations. She is adorable sitting atop that pony looking all grown up in her boots and helmet. And it reminded me of the times I spent with her grandmother at her own barn. A decision was made to buy that pony as a Christmas present, and I mean, how often does that happen? It was a secret, though, and I was instructed not to let it slip out. That's not the best decision in the world because I am not a good secret keeper. It's like that secret looks and looks for the tiniest moment to slip out with no conscious malice on my part. I did pretty good, though, and on Christmas morning, we went to the barn to give Swift some candy canes, which I heard were his favorite. As the family walked into the barn, the little girl noticed a big red ribbon on Swift's stall. She remarked about it to her mom. Her mom asked her what she thought about it, and she said, It's odd. When the barn owner joined us, she was asked about the bow, too. Again, the little girl was asked what she thought about it. Well, she looked at the bow, then at the pony, then at the bow again, then at the pony. And that's when her face started to change. As the truth of what was happening dawned on her, I watched her little face light up with joy, and she screamed, Mom! And threw her arms around her mom's waist. And then she was under the stall door and caressing that pony with all the happiness she had. It looked to me like the pony kind of knew something was up as well, shaking his head up and down and rubbing his muzzle on her arm. This was a present well thought out with the recipient in mind and a score of 100. A few days later, I received one of the best Christmas presents I've ever gotten. Twelve brown paper packages, clearly books, marked with the name of each month, be ribboned with colors that reflected that month, and adorned with something that spoke either to the month or the book. For example, in June, there was a black and white ribbon with yellow bees on it and a sprig of some plant for that month. The month of July had a red, white, and blue ribbon on it, and it had a picture of a strawberry. My longest-time friend Pam gave them to me, knowing how much I love to read and also knowing, well, it's the ultimate challenge to see if I can go an entire year without opening one of those books ahead of time. Having 11 books, 11 presents, just hanging out in my closet every time I open it and look at it is just almost more than I can stand. But I literally screamed with joy at the present itself and the knowledge that the odds were stacked against me around opening just one book a month. Part of me wants to open them all right now, but I tell myself I'll not give her that satisfaction. Part of me wants to open them all up and then wrap them back up just like I did when I was a little kid. But the best part of me knows that I'll get the ultimate enjoyment from looking at them all year, thinking of Pam every time I do and allowing myself to savor this gift all year long. Stay tuned. You'll see how I do. This is much, much better than a fruit-of-the-month club, I have to say, though. Getting the gift from someone who knows you well, knows what you like, and takes the time to do all that work is just without price. The mom and dad that bought that pony know that. My Pam knows that, and now I know that, too. I thought giving was the best part of presents. The presents I got... They're Pam's favorite book, so getting to learn more about her is also a part of my gift. I see that there are many, many ways to delight those we love, as it turns out. That also means there are many, many ways to have fun doing the delighting. So I pledge to do my part to uncover more of them in this new year. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.